Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning. I know I use this word a lot, but it's a it's a great honor that we have to come over to your earwaves and continue on from Romans chapter 12, talking about helpful wounded spirits, those who are out there hurting and your hearts may be hurting. You may be looking to help somebody who's hurting you. Uh, you may suffer from PTSD. You may not, but we're just, uh, we're just thrilled for this opportunity. And uh, we were looking at the numbers today and we broke the thousands marks of people out there listening to this podcast. And uh, thank you for that. And, and every once in a while, stop by our page and drop us a note or a Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Uh, if you'd like, you can PM us. If you private message us, and we know it's private, we don't tell another soul. Uh, but again, so we've been banging along in this book of Romans, chapter 12, which I named in the seminary an outline for Christian life, or, or an outline for a Christian life, which is our life. And how we should live. And we've been talking about this idea that we have responsibilities to God, no matter what we've been through in life and no matter what challenges we've been through, we still have the ultimate responsibility to God to do what's right and uh, uh, to grow as much as we can. And and today, yesterday, we finished up with that idea of being kind. And, and folks, if you can be anything at all in life, be kind. And uh, Stephanie gave a great example how uh, her husband, her dear husband, Charles, when uh, when he was younger and when he uh, they were living back and they had first got married, how he was working with his younger brothers and sisters. And, you know, uh, being kind and working with people and helping people. I'll tell you, I, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I feel like when I work with people and help with people, it helps me. And uh, you feel that way, too? Yeah. Well, it's that it is more blessed to give than to receive. You know, when you're investing in someone else, yeah. God gives you that joy of fulfillment. He does. He does. So what I'm going to do now, and, and as always, it's an honor to have Stephanie Wesco with us, as she always is. So yesterday we were talking about Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Today we're moving on to that verse 11, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. You know, as I think about this fervent in spirit, it's like, it's like having respect. And, uh, you know, uh, I was telling Stephanie a minute ago, and she's got some definitions she's going to talk about. And when we were studying this in the seminary and stuff, it was like we were, we were boiling over the, the idea of that verses when we're fervent, uh, the spirit of God should be, people should see it boiling out of us. And, coming out of us. It should be something that we really desire. We really push and uh, we really want to do uh, hard work for God. And, and, uh, and, and I know something, friends, that when people are that way, when they nail yesterday, be kind. And then they take that kindness and they take that heart for God. And, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden they're not slothful in business. They're not, they're not trying to rip somebody off. They're doing the right things. And, uh, I'm so honored to know people who do the right things. And, uh, among Stephanie's dearest friends are the Hicks and, uh, brother Hicks, uh, actually was given the business by, uh, uh, dear Charles Wesco, Wesco piano tuning. And he's, he, he's not slothful in business. He's, his tuning is exact and perfect. And every time I hear a uh, piano, I, 
I, I am not musical at all, as you know, Stephanie, but I, I have the ability to pick up on a finely tuned piano and people who yeah. do a good thing. And man, I can, I can pick up on just a, uh, just one verse of a song and say, man, that piano needs tuning. But uh, again, being <laughs> fervent in spirit, so not slothful in business. So don't rip anybody off. Do the right thing. If you're doing a job, do the best job you can. Martin Luther King said, if you're a, if you're a, a sweeper, if you're a road sweeper, you sweep that road as clean as you can get it. Let the world know that's my piece of the road out there, and I'm taking it seriously. And, uh, and he said in one speech, if you're a painter, boy, when you paint that house, that house should look better than anyone else's house because you're a God-bought Christian. And so thinking about that, Stephanie, not meaning to take too long on this introduction, uh, but thinking about that, as you look at that verse, not slothful in business and uh, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, what comes to your mind? There's several verses that come to mind right off the bat. Um, and this, the concept of not being slothful in business is something that my parents hammered into us um, as children, into my siblings and I. And the concept of whatever you're given to do, you do it heartily. And I think of that verse that says, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. You know, whether therefore you eat or drink, or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. And the concept of applying yourself, being diligent. Um, and I just you know, want to say, before it. you get too far, I'm so glad whether you eat or drink, I'm glad that eat is in there. I just, I just wanted to say that. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for adding that humor, yeah. Doug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Praise every, God for eating. Every man in the universe is glad yeah. that's in there. Yeah. And you do notice, you know, the Holy Spirit did inspire a man to write that. So. Amen. Amen. Um, but, yeah, just the concept of whatever you're doing. Um, you know, my dad used to use the example of if the president walked in the room, would your job display a level of respect for his position, who he is, how much more should your job represent your diligent, you know, your diligent spirit and the fact that you applied your whole heart to it because the king of the universe is in the room. Yeah. And that I really believe that's what that not small form business means. And I agree, you know, for us, yeah. for us as Christians, how much more, because our our demeanor, our our you know our reputation, the job we do just doesn't speak for us. It doesn't speak for our business. It speaks for our God that we represent, for the God that we say we love and serve. And if we are if we're being lazy, if people look at our work, if they people who really know us on a day to day basis and know our work ethic, and see how we function on a day-to-day -day basis, not just in church on Sunday or not just somewhere, you know, for a guy standing behind the pulpit on Sunday, but do his coworkers know that he is not slothful in business? Does yeah. he clean up after himself? You know, you can put on a show at church, but the people that really know you, what do they know about you? You know, do you, yeah. does your life scream that you are diligent yeah. and that you're respectful? Mm. And, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's just... Well, and, 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 you know, let me say we had a, a, a saying and uh, in the Army we called people spotlight soldiers. And let me give you an example of that. 
Uh, for instance, when I first came in the Army, I was in the general engineers, and we would make roads. Our, our company and battalion was responsible as a capstone mission or a mission in case a war broke out. We were responsible for building runways and parking lots and hospitals, and that was our ultimate mission. There was a platoon of carpenters, a platoon of road workers and things like that, and I was a heavy equipment operator. And part of the thing, even when you're a heavy equipment operator, you're digging holes for drainage, you're measuring things, you're, you're, you're shooting marks, you're doing things of that nature. And um, I remember one day I was down in this hole, man, I was shoveling for like 40 minutes and this fellow who outranked me, and I mean heavy shoveling, I'd get down about four feet trying to find this drain to hook this pipe up. And just out of nowhere, the guy says, ah, come on out, Carragher, I'll do it for you. And he hopped in the hole and he rubbed some dirt in his face and took one shovel load. And the commander pulled up. And I never forgot that. He was a spotlight soldier. He just wanted to look good when people were watching. God doesn't need spotlight soldiers. And uh, I think you said that just right. I, you know, anybody can, when, when someone's looking, boy, we can make things look great, can't we? But thanks for that. And, uh, and, and going on, so as you, uh, as you go through that verse and then fervent in spirit, how, how does that grab you there, that fervent in spirit? Yeah, I, I really liked the the ways you described that. Um, when I think of that verse, or think of that phrase, fervent in spirit, my mind immediately goes, um, I love to read missionary biographies growing up. Yeah. And um, even now, sometimes I'll just go online and do a search for Jim Elliott quotes, or Elizabeth Elliott quotes, or Adoniram Justin, you know, or any of those, those heroes of mine. And I'll just go read their quotes, and every one of the heroes we look at, um, even going back to the Bible times, um, you think of Daniel, Joseph, David, all of those men, and then so many modern-day, you know, missionary heroes, um, they 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 define what fervent in spirit is all about. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you always play it safe. It means you're you are all in for God. I think that's what being fervent in spirit is all about. It means you do the tough things. If God's called you to do something, you're all in for him. Yeah. And, um, you know, you think of, of different David Livingston and C.T. Studd, just so many over the, you know, even just in the last 100, 150 years who were willing to be spent for Christ and for his cause and for the gospel being spread around the world. And that's what fervent in spirit is all about. You know, it's not about it's not about what you can put on social media to look good. It's not about patting yourself on the back and being like you said, a spotlight soldier. That's a show. Fervent in spirit means no matter what people see, you're all in for God. Even yeah. if you're cleaning the bathroom, even if you're, you know, making a meal for someone, whatever you're doing, you're all in. And haven't we seen that? Yeah, you know, haven't we? Don't we see that with these people working 10, 12 hours as laborers and showing up at church and just exuding the love of God? Now, do you you have an example of uh, maybe not by name or even if by name? We seriously drop names around here, but do you you want to share an example of somebody who's helped you with your walk, with your trials, who's just been fervent with spirit? Well, I think, I do think of the Hicks family and of my parents, especially, um, who have just always been there 
and who, you know, there's other people in our church who are real servants. And I don't think if you're not a servant, you're not fervent in spirit. Um, because if you're just in it for the show, that's gonna, that's gonna wear off as soon as people stop giving you the attention you want, that's gonna wear off real quick. But if you're in it for God and you're, and you're truly fervent in spirit and walking with God, Hmm. you're going to keep serving him. It's fervent and you're being fervent in spirit. I think is just boils down to your faithful. You're being faithful no matter what. And, um, yeah, I would, you know, I think of the missionaries, our missionary friends, our Cameroonian missionary family and, you know, fervent in spirit could definitely be applied to so many, um, of our dear missionary coworkers from Cameroon who after everything that's happened, you know, in the last, 18 months um, that turned all of our world upside down they're still forging ahead following god's path for each one of them and it looked you know it's not exactly the same for every missionary family who was displaced and everything but each one is staying fervent in spirit and um their eyes are still fixed on jesus and you know there's so many people i could think of that you know, pastors we met along the way on deputation, um, just people in the churches that radiated with the Lord, that radiated his joy, that radiated faithfulness to him. And, you know, there's a lot of unsung heroes, yeah. um, just people who aren't, aren't in the spotlight. Some people may never know they even exist, but God's watching them because, you know, your spirit, your heart is what God's looking at. He's not looking at your outward show. He's not looking at the splash you're making in the pan. He's looking for that faithfulness and that being all in for him. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, definitely a lot of people who I've been able to observe, you know, living that out. Yeah. And so many, so many just, you know, it changes lives when you, when you knock out that kindness and and then you get to the point where your uh, your business is beyond reproach. You know, there's people that I call that come out here and work on my yard or whatever the case may be. I don't have to watch them. I can give them a key to the house. I, you know, they're not slothful in business, man. If they if they say they're going to do something, you can write it down. They're doing it. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you, that's, that's the life of a Christian. That's the life that we should display. My friends, as we're going through Romans chapter 12, and we're looking at an outline for Christian life. And, uh, let me tell you, that's how we should be. We should be, uh, you know, not slothful in business. Those things are interconnected. You can't be fervent in spirit if you're ripping people off. Mm-hmm. You're not fervent in spirit. You're not boiling over God's love if you're ripping folks off. And, uh, you know, there's a, I think, Stephanie, there's a, a, a air of maturity that comes along with, with knowing God and growing in God. And I know that you and I have talked about some people on occasion, uh, just folks we work with, Debbie and I have worked with, and, and we'll say, boy, we wish so-and-so would just get a yeah. dose of maturity. And that's what that's talking about. But really, you know, if there's one verse that ties this all together for me, elsewhere in the Bible from Romans, it's Acts 18.25. And and I think it shows us how we should be here. It says, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord, 
knowing only the baptism of John. He was a guy who believed, who accepted Jesus Christ and was baptized by John. And all he had was scripture. All he had and very little of that was what he was getting out of the rabbi and what he grew with. But he only knew, he knew that serving God was better than anything he ever had. And as we wrap up today, dear friends, we've got to know it's real, it's true, it's where we're at. Serving God is the best we're ever going to be. It's the best we're ever going to have. It's the place where we need to be. It's how we need to, that's how we need to ride, Stephanie. We need to ride serving God. People should say, hey, man, uh, Stephanie serves God. She's fervent in spirit. You know, she would never rip it. And just to let you know that Stephanie not only rips, not rip people off, she gives stuff away, praise God. She's the other side of that, and and that's how we should be, and we're going to talk more about that as we go through Romans chapter 12, and I, and I hope to be that same way. But listen, folks, we, uh, we do love you, folks. We pray every day for those of you who hear our voice, and we're just thrilled today that uh, sometime today on Five Continents, you folks will turn this podcast on and uh, and we just we just ask that you'd say a prayer for us and know that we're praying for you, know that we love you. An outline for Christian life is found right here in Romans chapter 12, Help for the Wounded Spirits podcast. We're thrilled to be with you. We look forward to talking to you all soon. May God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.